Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Following Jesus with Christ Church podcast. I am Andrew Vandermoss, and alongside Addison Hawkins, uh, I'll turn it over to in just a minute. We also have a surprise special guest who we will also reveal momentarily. Uh, it's been about a month since we connected with you last, and just excited to be together again talking about ministry, talking about moving forward. Seems like so much of our lives we've pressed pause on or at least we've been treading water if we use a more summertime analogy as we've uh, navigating both the the pandemic, COVID, as well as uh, some of the cultural explosions that we've experienced over the last several weeks. Um, As we move forward. I think part of that moving forward is just learning how to live in this time and and how do we continue to be the church in this time. That's one of the things that I've been really challenged with is, is just being the church, continuing to be that light in a dark place. And so part of what we want to do is talk a little bit about that today because Christ Church Uh, Though we've been treading water, also are are looking to the future and looking to present needs. So, Addison, why don't you tell us a little bit about, uh, A, how you're doing, and then, uh, B, uh, what what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah, thanks, Andrew. Can I just say, it just actually feels kind of good to, like, do this again. I mean, this was so much a part of our season this past summer with COVID, and I'm doing good. I mean, I'm excited about where we're headed we're looking forward right part of what we're going to talk about today and just excited about what christ church has in store what we offer in terms of ministry and just the way that we really are looking to bring that gospel of grace into different avenues you know here in grand rapids certainly in our neighborhoods but also just in west michigan which is sort of a segue to talk about where we're headed and who we're talking to is is Kenny Hayes, that name may or may not ring a bell. He is the regional director of campus outreach of West Michigan. And I'll let him introduce himself and his family here in just a minute. But I just wanted to kind of catch everyone up because campus outreach might not sort of uh, ring a bell to everybody. We have been talking about campus outreach a little bit over the past few years as we have been um, dating or engaged, to use some of the terminology we've used on the inside with this ministry coming out of Central Illinois. Um, It's a national ministry to reach college uh, students on different campuses. And for those of you that are familiar with the way that our our sort of Presbyterian roots work, you know, they sort of work in the same way. They have many different um, uh, campuses that they can reach, yet they're sort of focused on a region. That's why I call it Campus Outreach of West Michigan or Central Illinois, uh, Indianapolis, just different places. And so We've been courting, dating, figuring out if this is going to be a good match. And I think you'll hear through this podcast why we both think on both ends, think that this would be a great match for Campus Outreach and Christ Church as we look to bring that gospel of grace into all areas uh, of Grand Rapids in West Michigan. And certainly don't want to forget about the college campuses. And so you fast forward, here we are, Kenny sitting in Grand Rapids. Kenny, how you doing? Good. It's really surreal to be here, and thank you for this opportunity just to get to visit with your congregation, but uh, on a bigger scale, just to even be at the table and to be daydreaming for the future. Yeah, quite literally, we're at the table now. Yeah. <laughs> well, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself, about your journey, you know, your family, kids, and just how you got to where we're at right now. 
Sure. Well, I grew up in the South and came to Christ in college, so just kind of a product of college ministry and my wife as well. We we met in school at Tennessee Tech, and we're about to celebrate our 15th anniversary. Oh, nice. That's, yeah, I know. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Starting to feel a little bit of the age, a little bit. Uh, but she and I just have a huge heart for college students. And I came to Christ in a fraternity. She came to Christ in a sorority. And it's just been our passion for a long time. But uh, now that we've been married for a few years, we've got four kids. And uh, family, obviously, is a huge passion of ours as well. And the kids just love mixing it up with college students in and out of the home. That's cool. That's great. So for <clears throat> for our audience, Campus Outreach might be a little bit of a new entity. It actually started in the PCA world, started yeah, out of yeah. Briarwood Presbyterian Church uh, a number of years ago. But why don't you tell us a little bit about Campus Outreach? What are some of its strengths, some of the things that you uh, really get you excited about working for Campus Outreach? Sure. Well, I, I think right off the top of the head, just evangelism. Uh, just being able to go to the campus and have such a tremendous opportunity to be able to engage people with Christ. Uh, it's uh, It's been a huge privilege just to be a part of Campus Outreach, to see hundreds of students, thousands of students maybe come to Christ over the years. But uh, every time someone gives their life over to Jesus, it, it just never gets old. To be able to see someone's life transformed, uh, just lives literally just turning 180 degrees. Um, one, one guy in particular, whenever we first moved from Tennessee to Illinois to help start Campus Outreach there, I, I think about uh, this baseball player. Uh, his name is EJ. He got kicked off the baseball team, and I was trying to twist his arm into going on one of our retreats. And so I, I told him I'd pay his way there, uh, but he had to come over to my house and help me paint my, paint my basement. <laughs> so we're, we're having him into the home, and... Uh, had him over for dinner, so just love love getting that opportunity to mix it up with people that maybe we otherwise wouldn't get get to. But uh, right there in front of my four year old daughter, he's just dropping f bombs left and right, and then <laughs> then he's apologizing for uh, for saying you know the f word right there while using other explicitives in his <laughs> apology. And so uh, I I would love to tell you that full story, but obviously we don't have time for that. But uh, but getting to interact with people uh, like EJ. Who, who need Christ and otherwise might not ever get the opportunity. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that was one of the things, you know, as we were talking, and, and I've known different, my time in St. Louis and being at Covenant Seminary, I've had the opportunity to know a lot of other CO folks over the years, and definitely is a priority for you in evangelism. I think as a session, we were impressed just by, just the intentionality with which you went after evangelism. So we're excited about that and even how that will affect us at Christ Church, just hanging around you guys. And so we're excited about that. But you mentioned some other things, uh, not only evangelism, what are some of the other strengths? Yeah, just life on life discipleship. It's in many ways, it's hard to separate those two for us because a, a lot of our strategy would be to just go to campus alongside of some of our student leaders that each of the staff would be discipling and and continue just to model evangelism for them. Um, but beyond that, just to be able to, to take a young man or woman for the course of three or four years and just really invite them into our homes, into our families, and, and just pour our lives into them. And 
for many of our student leaders, they, they come to Christ in college. And so start out really rocky and rough around the edges. Uh, uh, one of the first guys I saw come to Christ in Illinois, his name was Kevin. Uh, I just remember sitting down with him, teaching him how to study the Bible. And uh, kind of like EJ, he said, man, I just love this. And then and dropped another <laughs> expletive right there. And so you, you've got these new Christians who have this zeal and passion because there's the, you know, God's given them the Holy Spirit. They're connecting with Christ. Uh, it's so fresh and new. But yet, they're also got a long, long ways to go. And so that life on life discipleship bit, uh, it's it's vital. And so our our hope is just to kind of get them started in that relationship with the Lord. But but then to hopefully see them one day to be able to pass the baton on. So the Kevins of the world then to begin to reach their fraternity brothers and so on and so forth. Yeah, I think that, that, you know, a lot of what you just described about CO and its strengths really resonates with me. And it's a big part of my story. I mean, I became a Christian in college in a fraternity, and it was all, a lot of this sort of someone reaching into this dark place that I was in and, and presenting the gospel, but then living it with me. And I think that that's what gets us excited as a session, as leadership, as a church, just as we think about just the way that CO is going to engage with college students over the next, I mean, you and I've been praying over the past few weeks about next hundred years, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, we can even absolutely. look forward five, 10, 15 years, you know, the way that God is going to work on those different campuses, I think is really great. You know, one of the things that we love too about campus outreach is just your guys' commitment to the local church. Like why, you know, can you just talk a little bit about that? Like what, why is that such a strength? Why is that such an emphasis for you guys? I mean, you're here, we've been sort of dating for two years. Like we've really just been getting to know each other because the local church is really important to you guys. Sure. No, thanks for bringing that up. It, it is such a core value of ours. Uh, campus outreach, as Andrew mentioned, started at Briarwood uh, around 1980. And, and God has, has blessed us uh, so much. We've seen so much fruitfulness on the campus, but I would, I would attest a lot of that to our commitment to the local church that, it has been our backbone. Uh, campus outreach started there at Briarwood, but then eventually split off and and moved on to another kind of nearby local church in the same in the same region. And as campus outreach has grown and expanded throughout the years, it hasn't been an afterthought. Uh, it is it is uh, the first thought that mm-hmm. we can't go into a new state without having that support. Uh, just the wisdom that the local church brings uh, to to a bunch of young punks, really, in many ways. Just, uh, we're out there on campus, don't necessarily know all of what we're doing, but just to have the, the wisdom of the pastors and, and just the congregation to back us and to kind of point us in the right direction and to provide accountability, encouragement, uh, to pour in the resources. It's Man, it's just been such a big privilege for us. Yeah. So you mentioned that you won't go into a, a state without having that. So as you're coming here, um, part of what Addison and Kenny have alluded to, this courting, dating, is that uh, you've selected Christchurch, and Christchurch has agreed to be your hub church for the, the West Michigan ministry. Um, tell us a little bit about a hub church. What are, you, what are you hoping for out of a hub church, and why do you think Christchurch is a good fit for that? Sure. Great question. I'm, I'm still asking myself that, actually. I've never done this before. So. <laughs> That's <laughs> no, all right. No, I've, I've had a lot of... Uh, a lot of counselors that are guiding me along the way, but uh, really we're, we're looking for the mothership. <laughs> I kind of joke. Um, someone who could 
be a big enough church that could support more than just maybe a one-off campus down the road, but a, a church that would have a, a huge vision for really, in, in essence, reaching the whole state and that we would be able to not just start on one campus, but eventually be able to grow to three or four or five universities. Uh, so a, a church that values that, a church that has a heart for the university campus and and, and is just big enough to kind of get behind us and, and give us the help that we need. Um, we, we came to Western Michigan, uh, but we started out really looking at the whole state, uh, bounced around to Detroit and, and Lansing and and we decided to come here just because, uh, be honest, I, I love you guys. I've really enjoyed our time together, but also love the vision that you've been passing on to me. I feel like your vision is becoming my vision. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you guys are out there dreaming about planting churches, uh, I've always said our our graduates, that's the place that, that they would be most prepared for. Um, and so the thought of us not only beginning now, but even years later to see what yeah. could come of that. Yeah. Yeah, that's, and that, I mean, that is obviously one of the reasons why we came together is just this idea that um, together we could create this ecosystem is the word that we've used around Christ Church before. I know uh, where you've got, you know, a vital campus ministry that's uh, pumping out people who are ready to be members of our churches and to take up the the call at that point, continue pushing out with the gospel. Uh, whether that's planting new churches or existing churches or whatever, definitely working together. That's cool. Yeah, I think that's great. I mean, it's just it's coming, like you said, your vision, our vision is becoming your vision. It kind of works both ways too, right? right? As we've gotten to know campus outreach over the past few years and specifically sort of this iteration of it, you know, through you and your team, your vision for reaching uh, colleges in West Michigan has really been attractive to us, but you know you're coming from Central Illinois, and for anyone who knows anything about the Midwest and the states, Central Illinois and West Michigan are a little bit different. We have a big lake, and <laughs> we also have gray skies in the winter, and I guess Illinois has some of that as well. But just talk about like what you know a little bit of that sort of narrative and timeline and why West Michigan, you talked about it a little bit, but you know, just as you were coming here, why was it West Michigan as opposed to East Michigan or somewhere else completely? Yeah. Yeah. We actually did. We started out looking all over the state of Wisconsin and, uh, and an opportunity opened to be able to take a look at Michigan and be honest, uh, selfishly, I just love the state. Uh, Growing up in Tennessee, this really reminds me of home. Um, except for the really hot and uh, yeah. nasty weather, <laughs> except for this week. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, just the the culture of the state. Uh, mm-hmm. I love it. Just you know, the little bit I've had a chance. We've we've lived in Michigan now for two months, and so just uh, getting to mix it up with the people uh, here has, has been awesome. But the the universities just we so what we did we we went and investigated thirteen or fourteen universities all over the state, and. Uh, Michigan itself is full of, of uh, university students. I mean, it, it's unreal just how many universities there are. And specifically, even just in Grand Rapids, I was just blown away by just how many schools are within an hour uh, of your guys' church, just right where we're sitting. And so uh, I personally have always had a vision for wanting to, uh, to reach larger campuses than where I've been. Uh, to be a part of a larger city. I don't know if you feel that way about Grand Rapids, but Grand Rapids feels big to me, and, and so that gets me really excited uh, to see the gospel just spreading all throughout the city. 
but um, maybe more, more importantly, to find a church that was just very like-minded. And, and as we've interacted, I felt like the three things that I really had a big desire for, I found here. Mm. And so we, we've gravitated towards this side of the state. And uh, like I said at the beginning, I'm, I'm just really thankful that you guys are, are going down this road with us. Yeah, that's great. That's great. So now we mentioned timeline. You moved here, but you didn't move to Grand Rapids. You moved to yeah. Kalamazoo. And sort of as you track out the the moving of this campus outreach chapter, in some ways you can think about it as like a church plant. They are, they are being planted. The CO West Michigan, Campus Outreach West Michigan, is being planted by Campus Outreach Central Illinois. So... For right now, you're still reporting to the Central Illinois folks, and you are in Kalamazoo because you're going to focus on Western first as your first sort of target school, correct? Sure, yeah. Yeah, that sounded really complex as I was listening to it. <laughs> oh, really? I, I've, I've had to explain that so many times, and that was the first time I actually got to hear it. So <laughs> uh, now I understand when people give me that weird look. Uh, yeah, I... I uh, we, we really fell in love with Western's campus. I mean, if you could go and visit it with me and just interact with the students, it's just so clear. Uh, uh, the need for the gospel there, uh, there's 22,000 students on the campus, and I think uh, the statistic is, is maybe 500 ever crossed the path of a college ministry. Hmm. So wow. just a, a vast uh, thing that's less than 2%, just such an amazing need. And so... Uh, I love Grand Rapids, and, and personally, I wish my family could be here worshiping with you guys here at Christ Church every week, uh, but our heart was drawn to, to start at Western. Uh, but, but our timeline is here in three years after we kind of get that up and running uh, that we'll move this direction, uh, my family. But we've got a team uh, that will be moving to Kalamazoo. Uh, one family is putting an offer on a house today, and three other families are moving to help us at Western. And so after we kind of get the team established at Western, then I'll, I'll mosey on up here to, to Grand Rapids with you guys. All right, yeah. So you, if you missed it, Kenny's role is as the regional director, so you're going to be helping that group get started at Western, but then you're going to be looking a little broader and hoping to help get groups started at places like Grand Valley. Yeah, yeah. I mean, go ahead and list a few colleges sure. like as you've... Calvin, obviously just down the road, you guys have mentioned how you have so many students here, so we, we would love to help resource and be a part of that. Um, Fair State's an hour north of here, Central's right. just about that same distance, and so the thought of Grand Rapids being that central hub just looks so attractive. Yeah, yeah. That's really yeah, that's great. I mean, that's one of the things that we really love about CO is just the nimbleness, right? I mean, you talk about different college and universities in an hour distance from us. I mean, I think that's one thing that we've even seen not only an hour, but, you know, 15, 20 minutes from Christchurch. I mean, you know, on a, on a pre-COVID sort of quote-unquote <laughs> normal Sunday and during the school year, you would see anywhere from, depending on what's going on, 35 to 60 college students worshiping with us right. as part of our congregation. And to think, again, we look down the road, right? This conversation is coming, you know, on the very, not the front end, but sort of maybe chapter two of, of where we're headed with this, this partnership in the gospel. If you look down towards the later chapters, I mean, that 60 could be 100, 150. I mean, we don't want to put a number on it, but it could be much more, right? right I absolutely. mean, there's, yeah. there's a really exciting impact of, of where we're headed locally, but then also regionally. As I think there's just reality as well that, uh, our job is getting harder. 
the, the university is becoming more and more secular. Postmodernism has swept through the younger generation. They don't even know it. And, and we need your guys' support. Uh, all of you listening, I mean, uh, your prayer uh, would be so relished uh, because our, I tell my staff all the time, our job has never been as hard, but there's never been as big a need as there is now. Mm-hmm. And we feel that. Uh, we, we're excited to move up here, but we're also very nervous this thing could fold. <laughs> uh, it's so dependent on the grace of God, and, and we mm-hmm. come humbly as servants, just trusting the Lord to use us. And, and we ask that you would partner with us in prayer because we, we're going to need as much grace as we can get. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I think that's good. Well, you know, we're just really excited about the partnership, about you, about your team, everyone being here. Just to give people sort of an ending snapshot of what they can look forward to. I mean, Kenny has been visiting with our staff weekly. He's been coming up here from Kalamazoo just to get to know other folks and get connected as soon as a school year starts, you know, Lord willing, that will look different because you'll be on campus, you know, reaching students. But over the next few years, we'll just get to know you and your family more and hear more and more about campus outreach and the work that you guys are doing and, and what this partnership looks like. Like we said, we're looking forward to 2023, just as much as you and your family are moving this way to having you guys here. So it is really a, a, a privilege and honor. It's really exciting too to be a part of the work that the Lord is doing through you guys and now through us too. Yeah. Good. Thanks, guys. Yeah, well, thanks for joining us. And, um, you know, maybe just as we think about our life together, you know, our, the title of this podcast is Following Jesus uh, with Christ Church. You know, certainly part of it is stepping out in faith as we've thought about kind of COVID culture, all of the different things we've been struggling with and treading water pushing pause, uh, the need for the gospel, as Kenny said, is, is still there. And we want to keep leaning into that. You know, I think about that as we're doing our outside services. We have visitors coming, asking questions. And we just realize that uh, moving forward is still moving forward mm-hmm. and still doing things going forward, not just pushing pause completely, mm-hmm. but... Um, So I thought maybe we'd just close with a word of prayer, and and then we will sign off. Lord, we are grateful that you call us to do hard things in hard times, uh, that you invite us into the yoke with you, uh, and you remind us that as we come into the yoke with you, it'll be easy and the burden will be light, not because the tasks are smaller, but because we share it with you. And so, Lord, we pray that as we get into the yoke, as it were, with campus outreach uh, with you, that you would be uh, faithful to lead us into green pastures, that you would uh, lead students to Christ. Father, we think of um, the hearts and minds specifically of late teens, early 20s, and just how formative and important that time is. And we ask that you would open a way. Uh, for the gospel to come, to take root, to grow, uh, for these uh, these young people to find flourishing uh, in in you. So, Father, we pray for the details for this team as they come, for Kenny, for the Becketts, for uh, others that will come in the subsequent time. We ask that you would clear those things away, and uh, we will give you all the praise and all the glory. Pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Until next time, we will see you soon.
Thanks for listening. We're glad you checked us out. If you want more from Christchurch, you can find us at our website. It's ChristchurchGR.org. That's ChristchurchGR.org. While you're there, check out the Staying Connected During COVID-19 page for more resources, our home worship guide, the latest podcast, and other ways to stay connected. You can find this podcast on many of your regular podcasting apps, or that is through Apple iTunes or the Google Play Store. If you enjoyed this content, please consider giving us a rating and a review. Also, sharing this episode with a friend or family member is a great way to keep them connected. We're so glad you checked in. We'll see you next time. Thank you.